0: To K- to a- K- K- to
1: K- Welcome to the A to the K Wrestling Show. Welcome to Push or Flush. This time we are talking the Attitude Era. It's a segment voted for by you, beautiful people. Um, obviously, just, people love the first one so much. It's going
2: to be a heartbreaking one. This. On this. It is.
1: We both have a lot of love for the Attitude Era. Yes, we do. Hell, that's what we grew up in. It is. Kind of. Yeah. You, were, you well, started with the golden era, but still. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so for anyone who didn't see the first episode, the purpose of this is we're going to get two wrestlers and we have to decide which one deserves a push and then ultimately which one we have to flush. Essentially, it's fuck, Mary kill, isn't it, really? It is kind of, yeah. Um, but some other podcast did my version of what I was going to do for that. Um, so didn't want to be trying to rip anyone off, so Fair. we have to change it. Um, but I think the disclaimer you put last time um, when we did this is... We're not really saying we want anyone to like. Yeah, this isn't I like. I suppose it's not much hate of a disclaimer little... because this is from back in the day as opposed to now. Yeah. So like we were like, we don't want anyone to lose their jobs or not. Yeah, we're not yeah, really true. Yeah. To get the, I, the, the other one was quite
2: recent, so it seems like, I hate this guy, which was not what we were going for. It yeah. was like, you have to make a tough choice. So exactly. these, these are respectable choices all around. I haven't seen them yet, but I assume that's the case. It's not <laughs> like you're going to me, well, you know, do we push Val Venus or, you know, I, I don't know. Like, is he in there? Val Venus in there?
1: that's fine choppy 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 um, yeah. <laughs> choppy pee pee. but yeah so um, you'll, you'll find there's, there's some interest like I wanted to keep it a good mix so you've got proper main event levels which will come later in the in the choices mm. but you've also got some of the guys who maybe could have gone on to be a main event if they were given the chance to be pushed ah, so, so, so sometimes you go it I, I might
2: be an unorthodox one but I could choose to push somebody because I feel that they could have gone exactly. on exactly ah, okay, yeah. okay, so okay, we we'll get into okay. all the nitty
1: gritty of it but We'll start off with one of the one of the lighter ones, I think. So, kicking off. Choice number one, right? We've got Goldust or Vader, right? And the reason Vader. I put these two together is these are two guys who felt like they could have been on the cusp of the main event at certain points, but for whatever reason, just never seemed to get there.
2: Okay, right.
0: This might have to merit some discussion because I feel like you're going to go a different directions than me. Okay. Goldust is my push. Okay. And mostly because be honest i don't i don't really i don't really get vader i feel
2: like this is hard for me to you got admit. vader i feel like a lot of people like have a lot of love for vader and mm-hmm. i just
1: i feel bad almost admitting this but i don't get it yeah so to be fair so uh, this will maybe surprise you i'm not gonna go with vader right uh, okay, okay so the thing with vader is he was so agile for a big man right but i kind of think and he he was a bigger deal in japan Hmm. I don't know whether that was just the way he was presented, and obviously he had like the, the big fucking mask and all that in Japan. And he just seemed like even more of a badass. I'm not too sure. Was well, the mask bigger than um, it is then? Oh yeah. So he had like a like a fucking helmet thing as well right, on top okay, of it okay. that, he, that he then took off. Um, but I maybe mean, it was a big deal in Japan. The thing is with Goldust is pun intended. It was Goldust, right? Yeah. It was such a good gimmick. It was so controversial for the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but it felt like something with a bit of tweaking could have definitely been yeah. like main event yeah that's the thing I think he always had an atmosphere about him and
2: like you say that that it felt like a big deal like this is a weird comparison maybe not as weird as I think it's gonna sound but like like almost Undertaker-esque the way his entrance was and the way it was like almost freaking you out kind of yeah thing, in a very different way yeah but like do you know what I mean like mm. his music it got in your head and it was kind of like intimidating in a way his character was um, mysterious in mm. a way. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. He kind of had a lot of Taker of vibes in a very different way. Well, that's and a... Like you say, I think with a few tweaks, he could have been like such a... Um, well, you know what? Respect to Dustin. Like He was a fucking big deal, and he, he was a long stay in WWE for the right reasons.
1: But main event-wise, he definitely could have been there. I think so. I think... Um he was very much a shock value gimmick wasn't he he was meant to kind of rub people the wrong way especially at a time where people were less accepting of like people who wore like drag and did all that like you know Mm -hmm. he was brought in for that well the gimmick was made for that reason was to get a reaction but to your point if they would have tweaked it a bit to just make him more eerie and sinister yeah Sadly, they moved to the other direction. And they made him more comical, like yeah. with the um, which he still killed. Like, it...
2: Oh, no, it was funny as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah he does. But was like, it after he got electrocuted or something. That like might have did. been. But he killed. it, did like him yeah, and Bucket yeah. T and like all the comedy stuff that he did. Like he was fantastic. So he had all the chops. But I feel like they could have done something a bit more eerie with him. Yeah. Um, that moved I would have been so times.
2: intrigued by them moving into the eerie side more yeah. than they did. Yeah. But um, oh, I'm surprised We can both agree on this. Yeah. Because honestly, I thought you'd be a big Vader guy.
1: Yeah, I like Vader, to be fair. and I, you know, you, Him and Bam Bam are like the two guys you think of when you go, fucking hell, he's agile for a big man. So, like, Vader, and obviously, apparently, the a lovely dude as well, but I don't know. I feel like... <laughs> Can't say that about Bam Bam. <laughs> I feel like his I don't, his ceiling was his ceiling. Hmm. I don't think he could have gone much further, but that's why I want to put these two on, because oh, they're two agile. fans' favourites. <laughs> they're two fan favourites, but at the same time... Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it'd be a good match okay. So First one, Goldberg. Go. Okay. Go, uh, Goldberg? Goldust. Goldberg. Gold <laughs> no, not again. <laughs> no, Goldberg. Goldust and Goldust, which takes us on. Goldberg just interfering in our show as well. I'm next! <laughs> <Mexican>. No! <laughs> which again, so it takes us on to the second choice. And again, this isn't more towards the main event scene, but it's people that basically could have got there maybe, right? So it's Al Snow and Hardcore Holly, right? You may remember that they tried to get there with Hardcore Holly at one point in time. But with Al Snow, they kind of, they had him come in with like the help me stuff and the crazy thing. And then they sort of transitioned him a little bit more into like a zany comedy character as well. I shouldn't really put like personal opinion in this,
2: but I, I would push Snow. Mm. And that's purely down to the fact that I'm like, from what I've seen um, of the stories over the years, Harker Holly was a bit of a cunt. Yes. And um, I think we all remember the infamous uh, match with Brock Lesnar where Brock Lesnar put him in his fucking place because he was trying to be a cunt and so, haze the new guys. Well, he tried to sandbag him, didn't he? And Brock was like, all right, you know, sandbag his fucking career instead.
1: Fucking drop on your neck then. That's your Brock Lesnar style. Yeah.
2: Like, now you are a sandbag. <laughs> well, exactly. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Just from the way he, he operated with stuff like that, like, I understand the culture back then and it was hazing the rookies and stuff like that, but it was like, I don't know. It, he just seems to have a shitty, shitty attitude. Um, I don't know, like, even some of the people that like, everyone loved, because it wasn't there, um, one of the ones from Tough Enough that Eddie, Benoit, and him all just decided
1: to chop the fuck out of in the Royal Rumble rather oh, than yeah. actually throwing him out. Yeah, like, so, I mean, they were being cunts as well, let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, that's let's be fair. He tried to fucking break Angle's arm, didn't he? It was like. Oh, was it him who,
2: who uh, put, he put that, the that, that, on the that Daniel Puder, it? wasn't it? Um, um Right side of it, oh, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. But, um, but don't be right, as a, like, a group of people, ganging up on him and, and legitimately chopping the fuck out of him like they would were, do they were all being a bit clumsy there so i'm not like saying like yeah oh, he's the only one who was a bit of a cunt back in the day mm-hmm. but um i don't know al snow just seemed to like embrace whatever they gave him mm-hmm. and fucking you know, like you say he, he got over all the stuff with like head and and all that kind of, like you said help me stuff and all that yeah um and again they could have leaned into his character work so much more and made him such a big deal yeah, and sadly, they just missed the boat on it. Well, again,
1: I don't want to put And he's still personal... a fucking big deal now. See, well, yeah. he's fucking jacked. He's, he is jacked. Like Again, I don't want to put the personal things. Like Obviously, we've had him on the show, so it's a bit of a bias there. Like There's I a think. reason we wanted him on the show, because we like him. Um, but for me, again, it's that slight tweak of character where you could have made it less hokey and more sinister. Do you know what I mean, that's all it needed for me. Yeah. Um and obviously, don't get me wrong, again, similar to what we are saying about Gold Ghost. Like when they put him with Steve Blackman, there was like head cheese and all that. Fucking loved it. Mm. You know I mean, like he's been involved. Like we You can uh, enjoy the comedy, so I think I think this is
2: probably gonna echo quite a lot over the Azud era where they decided to go funny rather than serious with yeah. a
1: lot of stuff, and you wonder what yeah. would have happened if they had gone the other way. I mean, it's not always a bad thing either, but I definitely think that like he's obviously he's done comic books now, hasn't he? Al yeah. of like his character. Yeah. And I feel like he's more like a darker, more sinister thing in there as well. And it's like yeah, that's yeah. where the, the character could have gone. Yeah. Um, but obviously, we were guests on a cheap pop wrestling show where we they did a segment called That's Not PG. And we taught him basically some of the stuff Al Snow was involved in. <laughs> yeah. Like with fucking P- Pepper's dog and all that. You know what I mean? Like it was mental stuff. But mental for thing? me, when he was like like the blonde, Al Snow would help me on his head and like but like unhinged.
2: Yeah. That, that yeah, could have, that, that could have, could have been, been the one. Yeah. That that was the one. So we agree. Al Snow, Al Snow to push. which is ironic because wasn't hardcore Holly's team music? How do you like me now? It was. Yeah. We don't.
1: We don't. Actually. <laughs> um, but yeah. So okay. Interesting. We're agreeing You're so far, and This think. is not a good segment. Let's <laughs> step uh, De- this up a little. Owen Hart or British Bulldog. Right, and obviously it's a very oh, bad damn. one because obviously both of them have lost lost their lives way too soon um, before they could have gone on to achieve some of the biggest things. But neither of these guys are world champs. Um, obviously British Bulldog has obviously got a bit of sentimental value for us. Owen Hart, obviously part of the Hart family, also sentimental there. Look, I, you, this is... Good. I you fucking hate you. I know, so Sorry. I, <laughs>
2: It it it's always going to be the British Bulldog, right? Mm-hmm. But if I take the sentiment away from it, the fact that he's a he's a local lad, the fact that we just you know he he was the one we could sort of identify with, probably not the right word because I'm sure someone's going to point out that we weren't uh, jacked or a wrestler. So how do you identify them? But you know he was he was mm-hmm. our British Northern British guy, honey. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When you watch wrestling, you go, see, I can make it in the WWE. We didn't, mm-hmm. but you know, um, taking all that aside and trying to put that. So I was like, because I really want to say British Bulldog. I wanna make that very clear right now. I'm gonna say Owen. Okay. Because
0: I feel like he had just as much talent in the ring, but considerably more character to him.
2: Okay.
1: See this And I've trying not to be disrespectful. Yeah. This, this is this cause is fascinating. Because I mean. I've I've flip flopped on this so many times, right? it's so difficult when I when I whatsapped you last night it was like I've gone pretty like I was talking about this one because yeah. I keep running through my head right and I, I don't know whether I think the opposite to you really because I feel like Owen probably could have
2: ran with the whole um, character and Mike skill side of things better well he kind of no, not to say Davey was a slouch but
1: yeah you know like I think of it as like the the main the main event look like who would I put in the main event right And it pains me to say this because I fucking love Owen, right? I don't know whether Owen would have been a main event guy. Okay. And it hurts to say. He could have been. Mm. But like he did the stuff with, like, I'm not a nugget and all that. But Mm. he was never really, like, the promo guy. He was a better promo than Davey to a degree. But character-wise, I feel like Davey didn't – Davey's like a Drew McIntyre. Yeah. He didn't need to have the same... I'll take your point. He had the size, it was like, intimidating. That's a place. very
2: solid point because even when he came back in the early 2000s, mm. like all he had to
1: do was walk out and fucking wreck people. Yeah. So you're quite right. He yeah. didn't need to fucking... So I feel like the way. for the main event, I could maybe have seen Davey being there more than I could Owen. Which is why I've been deliberating on it so much. But I think... I just feel like if they'd have found the right gimmick for Owen, he would have ran with it better. Well, 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 I've not made me choice yet. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. This is why I've been flip-flopping so much. But I kind of disagree with what you're saying. But I kind of also want to pick Owen over Davey. Because I think Davey would have maybe done a better job in the main event. But at the same time, we got to see him for a longer period of time. And he still didn't get there. Hmm. Whereas Owen had had that character transition a little bit before, obviously he had to do the Blue Blazer shit and all that. When he was like, you know, part of the Nation, and things he started to show. And part of me thinks, could he have been a bit like a Kurt Angle?
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah, could he have kind of, of found
1: of his charisma? Yeah, and found like, I leaned, my you know what I mean? and like leaned okay, into it a bit. Me. So I kind of feel like, from what we saw of the pair of them mm-hmm. in their careers, Davey felt like a better fit. But that's because we didn't get to see Owen. I feel the problem Davey
2: could have had, and I know this is purely speculation for the sake of this gimmick, uh, gimmick, sake of this segment, is that I think WWE would have had to try and change his gimmick for the main event scene because they couldn't have kept with the British Bulldog stuff forever. Like, quintessentially British being the thing. Mm. Uh, I feel they would have tried to change his gimmick to something else. And I feel like that would have been the danger of going, this didn't work. Yeah. Didn't but they, they kind I little kind not think, they, that don't, don't there, think didn't they, they don't want to put the British Bulldog... To the top. You yeah. know what I mean? I think they'd have had to, or had to, I think they'd have wanted to change him. And then you get the likes of us as fans going, I prefer British Bulldog. But when he
1: came back and he was yeah. in the jeans and stuff and he was like yeah. with the Mean Street posse, it just didn't work. Mm. And I think it was for that reason. It's like we knew him as a British Bulldog. He was yeah. like the pride of Britain. So he was almost a curse of his own sort of success in that sense because people would, didn't
2: want him to change. Mm. And I think WWE would have wanted him to change to get to the main event thing. So I feel like he would have always run into that roadblock. Whereas no one would have been that upset if they changed... I mean, they changed Owen to the Blue Blazer. Yeah. You know, so I like. I don't think I'd been upset with a gimmick change,
1: you know what I mean? No, but I think, you know, it's obviously what a travesty it was for Owen to be taken mm. from so soon, but yeah. I think before he went back to being the Blue Blazer, because ironically, he didn't want to be part of the Attitude Era, because he just didn't right. fit with his family yeah, ethics yeah. and all that kind of stuff, but, like, he, was ju- he showed some potential when he was doing the stuff with, like, The Nation and all that, where yeah. it was like, maybe he could... We just never got to see it, so part of me thinks if he was given the chance, he could have been like a Kurt Angle. He could yeah. have been because he, he had the the ring chops by far. Oh yeah, yeah. But it was just that that other bit that was missing. But yes, yeah, so man I'll have to go with Owen. Okay, interesting. So Owen's we both managed
2: well. to agree on this.
1: Okay, i was surprised. Can we get a clean sweep here? That Maybe be... someone like us. Um, so the next one to talk about former tag team partners, Test or Albert, former TNA guys. Weird reason I suppose to give it. But
0: I'd probably say Albert. Okay. For his absolute willingness to reinvent
1: himself. Mm-hmm. Didn't work. Yeah. With the whole Tensai stuff. But Well, he was like he was he was Prince Albert, then he was just A from T and A, so just Albert. Then he was A train. Then he was like Tensai, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, and he managed to get the whole train thing over
2: without running around the ring and saying you, <laughs> like certain <laughs> people. Yeah. Um but his absolute willingness to just sort of roll with the gimmick and go with it. I feel like if they'd have found the right one, he could have been there. Mm. And, um, yeah, I feel—I just feel like, like Edge was a, a big dude and they kind of always booked him as the big dude, didn't he?
1: Edge? Edge. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know they look similar. Um, and I don't the Canadian. I that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, my head was, I don't know. But Test was always a big dude yeah. and they booked him
2: as a big dude. Mm-hmm. But the closest he ever got to going, well, let's give him some character. Was the whole
0: testicles thing? Yeah. What, they, they call it testicles, was
2: testicles. To yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know. I just don't know. If, again, he's another one who probably couldn't have. I don't think he was able to run with character work as good as Albert. So okay. I, for me, I, I'd give it to Albert. I'd say he, he probably could have been in the main main sort of roster, sort of main roster, main event scene at some point. Okay. It's kind of like a like a big show in that sort of sense where you go, okay, he deserves to be there.
1: He's probably not going to be the best to ever main event, but he deserves yeah. to be there. You know? Okay. So I'm going to disagree with you for, <gasps> for the first time. I'll give it the test. So I think um, he always had potential tests. Um, and I think when he obviously had the thing with Stacey Keebler and then it was like um, he started to turn heel and then he had the feud of Big Papa Pump. All that stuff was kind of the making of of what he could have been. Then he ended up getting saddled with like the whole we're un-Americans we're, we're you know kind typical of, thing, uh, I was
2: like going off from around here let's yeah, give you a gimmick and
1: ended up getting that gimmick Um, but like as you said he was he's a massive dude he had the best the best big boot in the business by far no one's ever got a better big boot in test I think you might need to work on that as a title best big boot in the business <laughs> best big boot in the business Um, but like he just he just had that like arrogant look about him when he turned heel and he, he like shaved his hair off and stuff. He I think he was like, a natural heel without a yeah, doubt. Cuz like obviously he was he was meant to be engaged to Stephanie McMahon at one point as like the the baby well, yeah, face. He, and, wasn't he at the time
2: when Triple H sort of stole her away like we literally drugged her, took her away. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Well, um he was set to marry her then but when when he turned him heel I feel like that's when it was like oh, okay this is what test could be. And it's interesting you make that like obviously a bit of a Freudian slip but you mention edge he I could see him go down that Edge trajectory of Edge was just a tag team guy. He had mm. the size, he had a bit of charisma, but then he kind of obviously found the rated R stuff and became a main event guy. I think he was just a gimmick away from being okay at testing the main event. Mm.
0: Um Yeah, I mean Forgive the way I'm putting it, but do you reckon Edge would have got over as well had it not been for the
2: whole um Lisa situation and, and- some true life stuff being brought to that feud and I think it helped help elevating him and the whole uh, essentially birth on the whole rated argument
1: as well yeah it helped um, definitely because he was kind of in that kind of limbo thing of like I'm just a generic baby face so he needed something really for a while Christian was
2: doing the best work wasn't he out yeah. of the two of them yeah yeah, yeah. being the, the
1: arrogant heel Captain Charisma and, yeah, and the and all that like yeah, yeah he, 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 he took a step ahead but then as soon as Edge found that it was like oh okay that's a main event yeah, thing yeah this, this is working so for me that could have been test but um, obviously, unfortunately, that never happened. But yeah, I'm going to go test. You're going, Albert? I'm sticking with Albert. Okay. Number six, let's put a bit of ECW on here, shall we? Um, we've got Raven or Taz. And I loosely bring these into the attitude areas towards the end of the attitude area, but still, still counts, damn it. <clears throat> I
2: don't have a very strong reason for this. I'm going to go Taz, purely because this is similar to Vader. and I really got Raven, to be mm. honest. Yeah, you know, Taz. I thought I respected the fact that he had this whole Rey Mysterio vibe about him. And he's like, like he's a little dude, but he's fucking ferocious. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> Rey <dude>. Mysterio didn't. <laughs> no, but he was like, he got the wasn't it like a pit bull sort of reference all the time because he was little but fucking aggressive. Yeah, and um he was like intimidating. Like whereas you know, Rey went for the whole high flying. I'll manage to you know, David and Goliath here in some way. Um Taz just like, I'll just choke you the fuck out. Mm. And I, I don't know, I think there was a place for that to hit the main event to be honest. Yeah. Um I, I always really liked Taz and I know I, for whatever reason, I actually don't know what retired Taz to be honest with you, but I know we ended up on commentary quite quite early on in the reality yeah. era. Or whether you want to call yeah. it. Um and then he was great on commentary. Mm. I he wasn't here on SmackDown for such a long time yeah, yeah, Call, yeah. And I thought they were a great pairing, you know, they they were the the uh, counterpart to Raw's um, King and JR. Yeah. And I was like, you know, he, he's fucking cool on, on uh, commentary. He as well. surprised me so much yeah. by how good he was on commentary. Yeah, exactly. So he, I think he yeah. found his place there. But had he have carried on with the wrestling... I like to think he'd have ended up in the main event at some point. Yeah. Whatever sideline... I remember
1: um, I remember his debut at Survivor Series against Kurt Angle and he came down with that towel on his head. And I'd only mm-hmm. ever seen a little bit of like ECW before. I wasn't really that well versed on him, but I thought, holy shit, he's a, he's a killer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I do love Taz. I would give it to Raven. Really? So for me, I think he should have had Raven's flock in WWE. He should have been that kind of crazy cult leader. He had all these followers... And See, this is probably where I don't, because I didn't ECW all that much, I probably don't get Raven very well. Yeah. And maybe if I'd have had
2: more time with the whole ECW scene, yeah. I might appreciate that more.
1: Yeah, well, he was like, um, he basically built up his own fault. Fo- I think it was even in WCW as well. He built up this following of like Billy Kidman and people like that were all part of like his flock. But for me, when he kind of had that slight look change to when he had those like blonde dreads mm. and he wore like the weird kilt skirt thing. Mm. I don't know what it was I was just like that. that's that's a look that's like I mean I've not seen anything like that before that's like a main event look you never saw a man in the um, before. never saw a man in the I killed a lot of them with other than Piper. Uh, one of my favourites of all time but um, I don't know what it was he just looked so menacing do you know what I mean like when they brought him in it was like oh hardcore Raven he's winning like hardcore championships that's cool but when, when he had that look with like the face paint and stuff I was like holy shit this guy could be main event that just never happened for him but for me you bring back Raven's flock you make him the cult leader you give him that look and he's main event all day so well, I I'll take your word on that. With Raven. Um we're, we're hitting the disagreeing parts now, aren't we? we? Are. Started off so well. That's all falling apart. So, well. so <clears throat> let's bring some women into the mix, shall we? Okay. So we've got Ivory or Jacqueline. Two fantastic women's wrestlers that just indeed, never indeed. got the opportunities or chances that they deserved in the Attitude Era. It was all about Sable and Sunny because of like the the looks and this, that and the other. Whereas these two were the two that could actually fucking throw down.
0: You're right tough on this mm. i think i might go ivory okay mm. again i feel like she probably just brought more
2: to the to the microphone side of things yeah um and that's no disrespect to jacqueline but mm-hmm. I do, i'm trying to remember times when she's been great on the mic mm-hmm. and comparatively i think ivory just pips her but it's yeah. very close it's a very close call like you say these were almost quite unsung really young attitude there, are people who could actually throw down but yeah. that's not what they wanted in the women's division sadly at the time no but um yeah I, I don't even care if you disagree with me because I think both
1: massive uh, great shouts but I'd probably say Ivory okay I'm not going to disagree on this one okay. I also think Ivory I think um, obviously she came from Glow so mm. she was one of the probably the best women's wrestlers that they had on the roster mm. like that whole time so fantastic in the ring but also um, she killed it as part of right to censor re- do you know what yeah fair point she was so good like that I think where like, that needs a uh, mention of its own because
2: mm. that's where y- you go like yeah Mike skills, right there. Yeah. Character, right there.
1: Yeah. I know obviously she won like the women, like both of them were were former women's champions. I know Ivory won it while she was in right to center as well, but I just feel like that could have gone places even more if given that time. Like she played that heel so well, but she could have also quite easily transitioned back into a face as well and kept that run going for a long period of time. Yeah. Um, But for whatever reason, they just didn't keep her around. So um, Ivory for me is one of the unsung heroes of like the women's division during that time i, I think, think she he was so talented and just never got a fair shake there you go so we actually agree on one we're, we're going back, back to the agreeing. Back on Yay. the same page and then we've got godfather versus dude love so two guys with kind of very i don't know what the what the word is very um interesting gimmicks if you will very colorful gimmicks
0: okay i'll give you my mindset on this because otherwise it's just dead
2: air i i, I want to say godfather mm-hmm. but i'm trying to think like godfather i don't know if it would have been a main event gimmick mm. and then outside of the godfather gimmick you go would he have would he have found a main event gimmick for him but then you look at like mcfoley and go you know what he was so out there that he, he i mean he managed to get mankind in main event matches so like he go well, he probably could have got any crazy gimmick where yeah. it needed to be. Do you know what I mean? Um, and he was just willing to punish himself that much that he'd have got where he needed to go. Um, so I'm like, do, do I can I say anything other than McFoley here? Or do I? Sorry, am I'm saying McFoley. Well, I mean, or? it's
1: it's dude love. So yeah, do I have to specifically say dude love? Well, it's, like, it's, a, it's a tricky one because we've made cases for how people if They had a gimmick change, so it's kind of like, a, well, we know that he's had all the gimmicks. If he had a gimmick change yeah. from dude love to yeah. maybe, oh, I don't know, a masked character
2: of some <laughs> yeah. sort. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But I think Mick Foley, I would probably have to say Mick Foley, mm. right? But I don't know if there's just something about The Godfather I feel like I don't know what gimmick it would have took, but because I don't think The Godfather would have been a main event. No, but I feel like he would have. Yeah, that that sounds really stupid when I say it, and you can't <laughs> see the pictures. I feel like if he changed the gimmick from the Godfather, not to like the Goodfather or, or one of the others, stri- mm. if he found the right gimmick for a main event push, I feel like yeah, he definitely could have. He had everything about him where mm. he could have been a main event dude. Um, it's hard, isn't it? It is. Um, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to say Godfather. But
1: really? I'm going to go for it, yeah. So for me, I agree. Godfather was never going to be a main event, and Godfather was terrible, ter- And as as he said, again, I don't want to put bias on it, but we, again, another guest of the show, but he said he hated that gimmick, didn't he? For me, I would have loved to see Papa Shango in the modern era. Yes, that would have been. Okay, okay, we're, I think we're probably quite heavily leaning towards, like, you want that sort of intimidating, yeah. scary, mysterious yeah. kind of vibe. Because, like... The dude's like six foot seven, six foot eight. He's yeah, not, yeah, you know what I mean? I mean he's, he's no dude. slouch. He's a powerful fucking guy. Yeah. Um, and obviously, it's it's a shame to stifle his charisma in that way. But putting him back to Papa Shango could have been great or could have been awful, depending on how they did it. Could have been like Boogeyman kind of thing, mm. or it could have been like, I don't know, Undertaker levels. You know what I mean? With such like mystery. Because if you think about it, Taker was still Taker for a long period of time. I know they went the American badass route. But they still came back to take her and it was fine. They still had the boogeyman. There was still oh, elements yeah, yeah. supernatural. So, if you would have done something. Even, like, because the, the sort of cafe wrote how the Undertaker became the Undertaker again, Then they? Because mm. it didn't bury him alive. Yeah.
2: And that's what turned him back into exactly. the actual Undertaker. So remember.
1: maybe, like, Godfather was, like, maybe he got screwed to death by the hose. <laughs> and then <laughs> he just. Waked you know, up out of the hospital yeah, bed. He woke that's... up. As, uh, like, he had to use voodoo magic to bring him back, and then he yeah, is Papa Shango. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. It sounds so stupid to pick anyone other than McFoley for what he did as mankind, as Cactus Jack, and just yeah. as McFoley. But like, I do feel like it was Godfather should have been because the gimmick times changed, and he couldn't do that gimmick anymore. So he just kind of just fell by the wayside. But he should have. You know what I mean? If they would have said, you know what, let's bring Papa Shango back, hmm. that could have been the thing that took him up. Because you look at the likes of like Bradshaw, and then he go becomes JBL. So like, that's a main event gimmick. Yeah, that's all you need. And yeah, and look at look what JBL did with that. You know? Yeah, but um, I don't know. I just I almost kind of just out of sheer hope that I, I reckon if they'd have given them the right thing, they could have done that. Yeah, I think so. It's a it's a shame. Cause it's my like, choice, damn it. He's, he's looked back on as like oh that funny guy and all that, and he loved his time when he was doing it. But yeah, I definitely think a less hokey Papa Shango, like a darker Papa Shango. That, that was the shit. Yeah. That could that could have been it. Which takes us to Battle of the Big Men, Big Show
0: or Kane? Kane. Okay. Didn't take that much deliberating. No, I feel like Big Show... I mean, it's just kind of,
2: in a way, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because they both sort of got the main event push, but not in the attitude either. Mm. And... Um, I don't know, even though if you would class it as a main event push, they got the top title in the company, both mm-hmm. of them. Um, but there's just always something about Big Show that I don't know if the. I don't know how to put this. I wouldn't want him to like be mad at me, but he's just such a naturally sort of friendly guy that yeah. it's hard to give him any other gimmick than the big friendly goofy guy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Even when he's flip
1: flopped that much because he can't stay here that long because <laughs> it just doesn't work. Yeah. Right. He's just. He's just a nice dude. Yeah. The thing is but when they brought him into WWE, it was like Andre the Giant's son. Like, oh that makes so much sense. Yeah. When they brought him to WWE, it was like Paul White and then it was like the big show, he was kinda of just kinda of like a big guy. Yeah. He's never really had that gimmick, but I don't think there was a gimmick you could have really given him that would have Yeah done it. Do you know
2: what I mean? Yeah, he's an intimidating size and stature, but I don't know, there's just something always about him where it just never Like if you were stood in front of him and you were like that, you'd probably go, Okay, that's quite intimidating. Mm. But like when you're watching him on screen, it just never come across as intimidating. No. And I don't know. I don't think he could have ever got there as a person because I just don't think it's... To be honest, I've made a similar shout with Bailey when I was like, Bailey will never be healed because she's just too naturally mm. happy and friendly. Yeah. And he proved tend, me though. the fuck wrong. Yeah. But Paul White's never proved me wrong. No. I've never, see, I've never seen Big Show come out like, mm. and start ragging people around the ring and actually found him intimidating. Yeah. He's just, he's, he's the big guy yeah not the big show the big guys right back sorry. <laughs> um but he's just he's just a big dude and i don't know there's just always something that kind of as a fan always stopped me from f- like even when they were trying to make him an intimidating heel it just never sold it to me no and i feel because of that kane's the the natural main event guy out of the two of them right here yeah so i'd have to push kane yeah
1: not I'd have Glenn
2: to, Jacobs. i'd have to agree kane. i think um it's still can, can i clarify that kane right there well
1: not that... unmasked let's talk about our feelings kane no that one. That's what that's what I was gonna say is that I think I think you touched on it before. They kind of went from this like into like a cartoony comedy thing, didn't he? And it was like gimmicks like Kane ultimately suffered. Like he was cool, some of the stuff he did, like where he was like imitating Hogan and the rock and doing a Kane Rooney and his ten thousand Kane-a-nights and all that. Yeah. It was funny stuff. But like after he they basically just they did that. That didn't work. They couldn't go back to him being a menace again. So they were just like, "Well, the way to do that is to take his mask off and make him like a horrible, you know, movie villain." With coinciding with this movie release, they should have never messed with him as much as they did. I feel like I'm saying this to all the gimmicks, but it should have went darker. <laughs> I I don't mind when they did the initial change and
2: they gave him the half mask. I understood that from a practical point of view, more comfortable for the wrestler, mm. right? So I'm like, cool, stick with that. And to be fair, the facial air and the mask that that look kind of worked mm. but then when they, they got rid of the mask and he was just no offense glenn just an ugly bald dude mm. right it became a lot less intimidating yeah and again if i met him in a dark alley and he wanted to kick <laughs> me ass yeah. i probably wouldn't feel that way it but became I, when you're watching him
1: on screen yeah. from the comfort of your home you go hey just a big he became more you. like uncle fester didn't he to, yeah to i like um, the, yeah proper Festa vibes but like for me and i you know, I get why they did it, as you say, but he should never have even done the half mat the, the whole point is his face was meant to be fucking so disfigured and terrifying, and he's meant to be full of rage as a result of that. Yeah. So when you start going, well, we'll cut off this bit, and then we'll do, like the later came where they fucking wore a fucking boiler mask or whatever, was like, and like the weird, like, I just all of it was awful. Well, yeah, I think that was a mistake as well
2: when they wanted to revisit the mask, and you go, that doesn't make sense now, does it? Yeah. Like, was he wearing it for
1: now? Yeah,
2: yeah, just cause he likes the way it feels on his skin.
1: Yeah, so for me, they should never have changed the mask. Like you know, they could have changed the fucking the outfit or whatever a little bit. Like I didn't hate the little like vest thing that he wore and things, but I don't know. For me, they should have just made it darker and darker when he kind of went more colourful and silly. Yeah, that's what ruined it. So they should have been like Ministry of Darkness Undertaker, but as Kane. Like even if they would have got rid of the fucking red or something, just yeah. had it be proper dark. Like that would have been like ooh. Okay. Dark. Um. And now we just got to rest our hopes on Blue Kane. Hope they don't ruin that. Exactly. <laughs> um. But like, I mean, even like, I'm trying to. People will probably hate me for making this comparison, but look at like that Luchasaurus. That's okay. like Kane in reverse.
0: He was, was like this, this good, jokey
1: like I'm Luchasaurus, and now he's like, oh, fuck it. He looks like a badass. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, that that's what they shouldn't have. They should have just started. Went, yeah, yeah. Fall in yeah, on yeah, the badass side of things. So. Should have. But yeah, has to be Kane for me. Cool, we agree on this one? We do. So Ken Shamrock, Steve Blackman. Two legitimate tough men badasses. Ken Shamrock, former UFC champion, um, and Steve Blackman, a former well, mixed martial artist. It's difficult. Like they're both obviously
0: legitimate badasses, but I don't know if either of them really had it in the personality front. No, he didn't at all. So what do you do there? Yeah, uh, I'll probably go Shamrock with maybe some sort of mouthpiece. Okay, like a gum
2: shield, yeah. <laughs> so you don't know what he's saying. So it could be good, could be gold. We just yeah. don't know can't understand it. No, we had like a like a manager talking for him. Let's say you put Shamrock and Heyman. Yeah, do you know what? I love that you went there because that's where I was hoping this would go. It's <laughs> the top, so it just goes to show. Um, and I, I don't even know why I'm leaning towards Shamrock. I'm just kind of looking and going. Eh, I suppose the look for WWE was probably more Shamrock than it was Blackman mm. but again they're both badasses and they both just needed that help to get over and uh, I don't know I did just something about Shamrock I think that I maybe I'm making like a comparison in my head going that he's kind of Brock-esque with the UFC stuff mm. so put him with Heyman gold yeah. maybe that's what I'm doing but um, I'm probably going to say Shamrock but I don't really have a very solid reason for that I just think they both kind of lacked in the same
1: department so you can't really pick one over the other yeah you know Um. I might go Blackman, you know.
0: Okay.
1: But I I agree. Like, as I said, I'm glad you, you, you went on to the topic, is they needed a mouthpiece. Definitely. Like, Blackman. Well, I've already bagged see Paul, so who are you put him with Um Who the fuck would I put him with? Uh... <laughs> It'd have to be Paul. It'd have to be Paul, wouldn't it? Let's be honest. Who, who else could you put them with? wouldn't be like Jim Cornette or someone. Uh, mouth of the South. <laughs> it just wouldn't work. <laughs> but, like, the, they should have just basically never had him speak like they should have like he had like this just kind of he just looked a bit boring steve blackman yeah so if they would have just given him a couple of tweaks maybe slightly different hairstyle changed up his like his, his ring attire and stuff i think that might be now you mentioned it that might be what's
2: kind of leaning me towards shamrock i think he, he probably in terms of facial expression he looked more intense
1: yeah like like the thing with shamrock is he he was a legit badass but he just like would scream and that, that was it you know what I mean that's all he could do and I feel like even like at he at least a manly scream or? It's not really it's just like a
0: <laughs>
1: um, but like <coughs> you put him with a mouthpiece and I, I don't think he changes that much it's just Shamrock but now someone else can talk for him I don't think he had any anything else to do or be Steve Blackman was a legit badass but just wasn't Packaged in the right way,
0: mm.
1: like he would come down doing like all these like punches and kickers and like nunchucks. He should have just come down and like fucking wrecked people, and just being like, you do not want to fuck with Steve Blackman. Mm. Um, so I don't know. I feel like he's he's one of the most underutilized people. I think Steve Blackman. I, I so wish he would have found a way to get his badassery over, if you yeah. will, because he was legit. Um, and I, yeah, I don't know what, what it is about Shamrock. It just yeah i don't think i think his ceiling was where he got it's to. A shame though it's a difficult choice for the wrong reasons yeah really
2: this isn't it because it's not like like oh, it's a difficult choice they're both great it's like difficult choice they both kind
1: of shit at the same thing <laughs> yeah like i feel like yeah i feel like blackman had more potential i think shamrock got to where he was going to get he was never going to be main events or anything like that he mm. was just that I, guy uh, I, I get you i'll stick with shamrock anyway
2: because that was the choice I made but
1: okay I'll go Blackman. I'll lock my choice in before we have this discussion, so it is what it is. Co-main event. Kurt Angle, Chris Jericho.
0: So it has to be Attitude Era
1: versions of them, yeah? And well, I mean, yeah, but obviously we're kind of saying, but then if you wanted to push them a certain way or tweak them or change them. No, I'm age. just saying, because like, this is difficult because they are both main event dudes. Yeah. like right. To be fair, you could be like, uh, I think Jericho as the list gimmick in the Attitude Era. You know what I mean? I'd be like, yeah. that that's what I would have pushed.
0: But if I avoid that for a second, just go, Jericho like, was probably leaps and bounds ahead of Kurt in terms of character work, even in
2: the Attitude Era. So if I had to make a choice now, Like of just the Attitude Era, I would push Jericho. Mm. Like, Kurt really proved his worth for me. For me, you know. I was like, Dance for me, Kurt. Kurt really proved his worth and what he was capable of in terms of character work. For me, during Ruthless Aggression or Reality, or the post attitude era. Yeah. Whatever the, is it Reality or uh, Ruthless Aggression? I can't remember. I think I it. it was Ruthless Aggression. Yeah. Wasn't it next? His work with John Cena and stuff like that, for instance, I thought. And his work with Brock Lesnar and all his work, basically holding Smackdown on his fucking shoulders mm. um, was like, that's that main event Kurt right there. Yeah. Right? Um, so...
1: It's difficult. It's a really difficult thing to pick one over the other because they're both legends. Well, to be but... fair to Kurt, he was the WWE champion in like a year after he he joined, so it wasn't like he had a lot of time to like just cruise anyway. Yeah. So realistically, we're we'll talking like he kind of was straight into main event. Yeah, in yeah. the Attitude Era after like a year. Well, yeah. Because like, oh, So, so contra- like, controversially, I'll give, you, I'll give you my kind of counter-argument. Jericho was brought in as this big deal, the Millennium Man, Y2J, and all that kind of stuff, and he, he arrived, and everyone was like, oh, it's Jericho, and they he did fuck all. And he immediately goes into a feud with The Rock. Well, it, so he, he interrupted The Rock, and then The Rock basically beat him. And then he was like, well, I'm going to be, like, Intercontinental Champion and European Champion, and he, he just didn't get over. Was the feud as brief as The Rock beat him? yeah I don't think they did anything oh, no, like okay. major um, I could have sworn they had like a like. maybe no. I'm just conflating different parts of the attitude, um, or... but it actually took Jericho quite a while to get over and even when he became the first like undisputed champ beating the Rock and Stone Cold on the same night he still wasn't amazing Jericho got better with time they actually still
2: weren't big on him either because they didn't um, didn't they deliberately keep him with both separate belts because they wanted the the new unifying belt to be on someone else Oh, really? They didn't want him associated. I could be lying about this. I could be wrong. No, I, feel like, I feel like I read somewhere that mm. they didn't want him to be associated with the Universal belt. Right. So the, he
0: kept the two titles and then he had to drop the two titles and then the... Was it Triple H? It didn't go straight to Brock, did it? Yeah, I think it might be Triple H, yeah, yeah. Triple H. But it was essentially like I'm going to say Triple H. So I'm sure it was Triple H. H, H yeah,
1: WrestleMania H- won
2: it. Um, it was Triple H. who got the the unified new belt because they want didn't want the association with Jericho. Yeah, which not necessarily a, a, in a really bad way, but they wanted it like Triple H. You got the new belt. Yeah, you yeah. know, kind of approach. Yeah, which was yeah, a bit shitty, wasn't it? Yeah. But um, to me, that that's uh, yeah, he didn't really. I think he didn't get over in the in the the politics sense. That he, obviously, he's a long stay and he knows the business and mm. he's a big fucking star now and he's had a on and off again relationship with WWE for so long. But I think um, it took him a while
1: to to get over on the the sort of backstage politics yeah. side as well. Yeah, really. definitely. And like, if you think of Jericho, you think of like some of your favorite moments. They're probably more towards the mid to end of his WWE run. Mm. So I feel like in the attitude era he kinda of wasn't all that. Well going go like go, hey, go to your
2: points, so, like if you had like Jericho from like his his most recent run in WWE with the list
0: and mm. the the Festival of Friendship and all that.
2: Yeah, if you put him in the attitude era, he probably would have flew, wouldn't he, to be yeah. fair? I wanna say Jericho. Like Kate, friend of the show, he's been on the show, Jericho hasn't. But um like Okay, it's an
1: absolute. You just made this choice too hard, but I'm I'm (laughs) going to say Jericho. Just wait till the next one, um, and the final one. Yeah, so um, I'm going to go. with Angle. You know, okay. I just think I respect. He was thrown into the deep end, but it was like he almost had to carry the show because when when Rock and Austin left, who did the You know what I mean? They had Triple H, then it was either Jericho or Angle, and I feel like Angle stepped up more than Jericho did. Um. But he was kind of Brock Lesnar before he was Brock Lesnar, a legitimate fucking Olympic gold medalist badass. So even if he, even if his charisma didn't catch up for like a little bit, he still felt more at home in the main event scene to me. Um, so yeah, it, it's hard, isn't it? Because obviously there is those biases of like, well, fucking hell, like we love Kurt, like he's we you know Kurt. what a
0: cool
1: guy he is. And yeah, stuff. He's a cool um, guy. I just think I don't think Jericho. I think Jericho needed more time to really start to get to grips with these gimmicks and stuff. He was great at what he did. Yeah. I don't think he was main event when he was main event in the WWE. Okay. Whereas I think Kurt Angle came in and he was a bit like, oh God, he's a goofball, this guy. But so quickly he got over and became legit. And it was like,
2: you see that other clip where he was, he basically, Kurt was adamant that he wouldn't get food
1: yeah that's <laughs> so funny though isn't it because like even um like like logan paul i saw some stuff with him and he was like he was he was gutted he was furious that people were booing him I Like i don't understand why is everyone booing me he must have known he was on like well apparently book. not <laughs> and then like and, and now he's on about like how he's, he's really leaning into it and he loves the fact he gets booed but he was couldn't believe everyone booed him it was like i think i suppose it must be a juxtaposition for you when like if you go
2: out thinking you're going to be the good guy yeah and it doesn't like it's 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 not getting what you expect, is it? Mm. So like, because I I often think it'd be fun to be the heel, but I suppose if you don't go out being the heel and everyone's booing you, you're like I'm, I've done something wrong, here. yeah. So I get why that'd be that throw you off, but I am very surprised that Logan Paul did not expect to be
1: booed. Yeah, well there you go. It's goes to show how uh, how like out of touch you could be, I suppose. But yeah, I'm gonna go Kurt Angle. You're gonna go uh, Chris Jericho, Jericho yeah. which takes us to the main event, Anthony. <sighs> is this the last one last one okay stone cold or the rock fuck's (laughs) sake
2: okay it has to be these two you know what i'm I'm just going to go for it straight out the gate i am going to say stone cold okay stone cold sadly had his career cut short the rock had a fairly short career by choice and people always make it sound like it was so much longer but it actually wasn't that long a wrestling career in the grand scheme no um stone cold i think he really put the work in like i think to be honest his match with brett alone the birth of stone cold is enough for me to say it should be stone cold and there's no disrespect to rock he's an absolute legend but let's be honest rock is more famous for not being a WWE than being a WWE at this point yeah um and it obviously definitely was a main event star but stone cold stone cold was it stone cold was it in the attitude there mm-hmm. and i i just i'm to for him he never got a longer career out of it Safety well, Anthony, and all
1: that. But. i've got to say I agree. Um, it has to no, be bro. like has to be. Stone Cold saved WWE. He fucking did. Like, if it wasn't for Stone Cold, NWO was that's it. It was it, WWE was dead, right? Yeah. Austin was the Attitude Era. Like, yeah. if you didn't have Austin, the Rock, There's no way the Rock was doing those things with Vince and having the, those segments and really well, getting to all be those fair, eyeballs. yeah. He just wasn't. Mm. There's, there's There's no way he was. Don't get. I think as well, the Rock kind of came into it long after the the foundation that Stone Cold had laid. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The Rock was kind of part of the nation. Yeah. And he, was... he strolled down the road that Austin built. <laughs> yeah. Um but like, you know, Austin found this like and don't get me wrong, um like Rock was so fucking charismatic and likable and got over so much. Oh, to yeah, of course, was, yeah. Towards the end of his career him and Austin were like neck and neck. But peak attitude era, there's no way The Rock was was doing what Austin did. Yeah. And this is where I find I find The Rock fascinating for that reason
2: because he he was so charismatic that people remember him so well from WWE. They remember him as The Rock, as a wrestler. I mean, yeah. he's, he's. I think it's only recently he's not credited as The Rock in movies, mm. for instance. But you remember The Rock so
1: much. But if you actually look at the sum of his career, it wasn't that long. No, not at all. It really wasn't that long. He was there from, like, 96 as Rocky by to, like, 2001. Maybe 2002 at a push. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Whereas Austin was... In the whole wrestling bit, like WCW, what ECW. He was, WB. What he was, um, Hollywood Blondes, wasn't he? Yeah, so he was back in WCW. God knows when. Like he came into WWE, that's like, like 95, 94? Did he do the ringmaster or was he just trying yeah. to put it on him? Yeah, he was ringmaster yeah. for a bit, um, and then obviously he kind of found his his, his way uh, towards yeah. what he was. But I've got to throw him a bit of love for the fact that Stone Cold is uh, is a British name, isn't it? The is British. Well, exactly. It? Yeah. So, yeah. so, uh, but yeah, like, like you, you can't do like a who do you push or flush about the Attitude Era and not have Austin go over everybody because yeah. he was the Attitude Era. Austin is the Attitude yeah,
2: <laughs> Era. Yeah, you're right. Totally, you're um,
1: totally right. I, I'm glad we agreed on this
2: one. Yeah. Like, um, I, I know so many people have a lot of love for The Rock,
1: but like, yeah. yeah. Austin I mean, was all, included, right? Like, we, of course, we, we of love course. Rock, but it's like, and I know people would pick him over Austin for certain reasons, but I just, you can't yeah, deny when you're what playing, Austin did. We're playing the game of push or flush for the Attitude Era. Yeah, We're
2: not playing like who had the better mic skills well, exactly, like. yeah. which would still be a tough call but you might pimp the rock to, on that one yeah,
1: yeah. but oh. uh, we're talking push or flush and it's it, like you say it's got to be Austin all day has to be Austin damn right all day so yeah, that was our Attitude Era edition of Push or Flush. Um, as always, we are fascinated to know whether you would who pick would as the same as us. Um, was there people that wasn't even on this list that you would have liked to see us talk yeah. about? File cards, yeah, like who, yeah. Who who would you have liked to see um, us make that decision on? But yeah, let us know in the comments what you think. Do you agree with us? Do you disagree? We love hearing all your uh, comments and feedback. Um, if you are watching this, give it a big fat like. Uh, you know, If you're not subbed already, hit subscribe and drop us a comment as we say let us know if you're listening to this make sure you rate us five stars make sure you follow us on whatever podcast platform you listen to um and yeah download the show and let us know on socials as well what you think and obviously we we, every time we put a show up we do a little social post saying we've put a show up so comment on that and let us know what you think but um yeah all that, Fun stuff, stuff, segment, all that wonderful um, stuff chosen by our lovely instagram followers as well so if you want to get involved and help us pick segments sometimes and you know what while we're talking about our socials and our instagram followers we've got a lovely SummerSlam slam tournaments at the moment haven't yes we? we do so if you're watching this right now it'll still be on so head to our stories And we're going to crown the greatest Summer Slam of all time. Yes, we are. So make sure you get involved in that. Um, a big shout out to the prediction pals on Instagram. If you're not joined already, come and join. A nice little fun space for all wrestling fans to chat about all things indeed, and obviously take part in our monthly prediction series. And also shout out to our friends, um, the Fantasy Faction. So run by Cheap Pot Wrestling, Cheap Pot Wrestling. Yeah. So
2: they've put a lot of work into the the sort of. The logistics of the fantasy draft and the point scoring system mm-hmm. works really well. It's a lot of fun. We're actually... Are we still winning at the moment? Second place now. We're call second up. place
1: at the, the moment. Call up took over, so we, we got a little bit better than the last one. But but we're doing well this time. So <laughs> makes a change. You never know. Um, but yeah, so absolutely love the stuff they do, and obviously the you know there's uh, the faction fam that you can obviously indeed, join. yeah. And I it's think a great community I mean, to get... join again, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, and they're even obviously getting guests on their show as well from that, which I think is a cool idea. So, yeah, a really cool idea. Um, in fact, we've been on that. there once. We have. We were yeah. on there. Check ours out on theirs as well. So um, yeah, lots of things to do, lots of things to follow, lots of things to see, and we will see you. On the next one.